0: Namaste Aaj ek aisa topic liya jo pichle baar se connected hai Pichle baar res judicata kiya tha is baar res sub judice kar rahe to bas chaliye shuru The term sub judice means under a judge or in other words a matter under consideration it means a cause that is under trial or pending before a court or a judge the principle of res sub prevents the court from proceeding with the trial of any suit in which the matter in issue is directly or substantially the same as it was in a case which was previously instituted between the same parties and the court where the issue was previously instituted has the power to grant the relief sought. In short, the primary aim is to prohibit the courts of concurrent jurisdiction. From, simultaneous, from simultaneously entertaining two parallel litigations. Now where is it mentioned in our statutory provisions? So, Section 10 of the Civil Procedure Code 1908 deals with the con- conditions required to apply the principle of res sub judis. It clearly states that the matter in issue in both the suits must be directly or substantially the same. In other words, there must be two suits, one that is previously instituted and another that is subsequently instituted. The issues of both the suits should be the same to get the benefit of this principle. It is not sufficient if only one or two issues are in common. Now, Section 10 further states that the pendency of a suit in a foreign court does not preclude the courts in India from trying that particular suit which has been founded on the same causes of action. This clearly explains to us that any suit that is instituted in any foreign court, which is not under the control or supervision of central government, does, does not attract this section or this doctrine of res sub judice. Now, the conditions to invoke section 10 of CPC are as follows. The first condition, there must be two suits instituted, the former is known as a previously instituted and the latter is known as a suit which is subsequently instituted second the matter in issue must be directly or substantially the same third both the parties must be between the both the suits i sorry must be between the same parties or any person acting under the same party fourth the previously instituted suit must be pending in the same or any other court in india having its competent jurisdiction And lastly, fifth, the court dealing with the previously instituted suit must be competent in its pecuniary and territorial jurisdiction to grant the relief asked for in the subsequently instituted suit. Exceptions to this section. This section shall only be used to stay or restrict the trial of any suit as it is explicitly mentioned that no court shall proceed with the trial of any suit, thus it is conclusively determined that it shall only apply to the trial and not to other relevant proceedings. I have covered two case laws, the first one, Guru Prasad vs. Bijay Kumar. In this case, it was held that the main aim of this section is to eliminate the outcome of two contradictory verdicts for the same issue. But if the two suits are dealt cojointly by a particular court to deliver justice, then it would not be against this particular doctrine. Further, in the case of Neeta versus Shiv Dayal Kapoor and others, it was held that subsequent matter cannot stay if the conditions mentioned in section 10 are not fulfilled. In the apparent case, the two courts which tried the same issues were not the courts having concurrent jurisdiction. Therefore the proceedings in the subsequent court could not be stayed. Hence, in conclusion, we can say that this doctrine was inserted in order to make both ends of justice meet and prevent the abuse of court. This doctrine helps the courts to prohibit repetitive suits on the same course of action and hence, Section 10 or Principle of. Res sub judice makes our judicial system more efficient by reducing parallel proceedings. Thank you. Have a good day.